and welcome to the Run Amok Podcast. To behave or run around in a wild, unruly, out of control manner, manner. Episode 39.0 showed it to Greg Ostertag of the Run Muck Podcast, Juncture Magazine's customer service podcast, offering news, recommendations, opinions from the world of sports, music, and pop culture. As always, I'm your host, David Stahl. And across from me, late night via the power of the internet, we got producer cheers. Gary. Cheers, cheers to you, sir. Well, no body action. And and there's a there's a reason for this late night pod. Do we want to? I think we gotta. I think we gotta explain to the junkheads why this is coming so late, as opposed to other episodes. So yeah. we recorded earlier today, and we co- record a full a full episode, mm-hmm. and that episode is gone, never to be seen. Maybe it'll come out the lost files years from now. But for right now, I mean, it's, it's gone. If forever. it existed, <laughs> so t- two reasons. First of all. It just it just wasn't that great an episode. It was mm-hmm. it was kind of it was it, before either of us really had started our day. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you might be saying wasn't there. right now, all the episodes are trash. And if if that's the case, then yeah, okay, fine. Then you you don't really <laughs> value your time. Yes, that's exactly. more of a statement on on you than anyone yes. else. So it wasn't a great episode. But regardless, we were going to try to do some cuts, do some movie magic behind the scenes to fix it, <laughs> and then. Gary, dude, you had sort of this look on your face that kind of like deer in the headlights. Like, well, I, I was kind of like, I was getting a little distracted. I could see like you clicking around on the computer <laughs> a little bit. I was talking. I was thinking like, what's Gary mm-hmm. doing? I asked you like, oh, did you just Google something because I, I like referenced someone? I wonder if you were looking it up. Turns out we lost the only good part of the episode. <laughs> yeah, the, the thought, the part that we thought we saved the episode with, yeah. didn't get recorded. So. so how we normally try to structure the pods are is it's bad at first and it ends bad, but we get a little bit of good stuff in the middle. We lost yeah. the we lost the whole middle. So that it was just bad all around. Yeah. And so now I don't even I don't want to make the listeners feel guilty. I don't want to make them feel bad for how much hard work we put in. So I'm not even going to tell them what time it is. But it's we said we always we, say we recorded that on Tuesday and it's now Wednesday. That's what I'll, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'll say. <laughs> We've always said though, the later it gets, the sexier it gets. Oh, this is a I honestly, sexy episode. I and I've I've even got lo- new lighting for the listeners too. It used to be people notice I used to look like Two Face, mm-hmm. like it used to be just completely dark on one side and then a regular face on the other side. Yeah. We fixed that for you. Um, my hey, hair was. Quaffed. I got a I got a story for you. Okay, this, hit this me with how it. I that's how committed I am to the pod. I got home from work. And then we were going to start recording. And mm-hmm. I noticed that my bedroom light was like super dim. And it's because oh. there's there's three lights in it, but two of them were dead. Flex. So I went and stole a light bulb from one of the other rooms and put it in here. Just just Damn. for the pod. That's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. That's nuts. And and here we are. And you're looking bright as hell too, it, might yeah. I add. Yeah. 
And so, but before we we jump into anything, we got again, like I said, customer service podcast for everything sports, music, pop culture. We got all your bases covered today, and we got a spicy ass episode. But before we do that, I got to do a little bit of house cleaning. JunctureMagazine.com, Volume Nine just came out. Again, that is the place for a little bit of a wider perspective. You're getting your quick hit topics on the Run My Podcast. If you want a little bit of a wider perspective, a little bit more of a uh, long thought process behind our takes, Juncture Magazine is the place to go. We got a long feature article on Drake, Kanye, Michael Jordan. We got all, all your pillars of North American culture. We got mm-hmm. covered for you. Rate, review, subscribe to the pod, all that good stuff. Now, before we jump in to our news items, Gary, Okay, so I feel like we've we've both grown a bit since our last episode 12 yeah. hours ago. You I, know what I, I mean? I feel like we have, yes. We've gone out into the world. We've experienced things that the old versions of us can't really even understand. Yeah. Now, I got I to gotta just tell you this observation. I, I, dude, I couldn't believe it. it. It was a sign that we had to re-record oh, later really? in the day. Dude, I, I, so I'm driving to work. And we had a tight window, too, which was oh, what very, made it not which a is, yeah, We were like, yeah, we were worried about that. And Rushed. Like, I had just woken up. Yeah. You had yeah. no energy. Yeah. Like, it was just all bad. Yeah. yeah. So, dude, I'm, I'm driving to work. And I straight up. And I, I like to go a good, like, speed. I We've talked <laughs> about this before, you and I, off pod, that we hate being, like, behind anyone. Yeah. Right? Well, we and also so talked going, about the cops being very busy with all... Yeah. <laughs> this COVID nineteen yeah. madness, so, which I mean, is not takes... accurate at all. I feel like they no, have no, less. I, I feel no. like they have less to do. No, but I, I I stand by it. Less so now, but I think at the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic they weren't going to pull anyone over. I stand by that take. I think that was a smart ass take. Hey, I was like, on board with pull you, me man. over. I yeah, was on board exactly. But so I'm going like a decent clip, and this dude is just beside me, which is fine. Yeah. So I I kind of like just look over casually, and I'm going like a good clip. Let's say like 80 and a 60 i mean not, not nothing crazy but a decent a, a clip where you should be paying I feel attention. Like, yeah most times you're not gonna get pulled over for that you're not gonna get pulled over but at the same time that's a speed where you probably should have a couple eyes on the road yes. or maybe at least one at Dude, least i one. swear to god and this sounds like i don't make stuff up for the pod sometimes mm-hmm. i'll i'll stretch details of a story to to make them seem more absurd I swear to God, this is 100% accurate. This dude is straight up reading a novel, driving <laughs> a car. Dude, I swear to God. Have you ever seen anything like that? Bro, I get distracted in my own bed when I'm dude, reading a book. <laughs> he was, I don't even, like, I can't even describe it to the point where you can understand. Like, he was holding it like this, like, just with one hand, holding <laughs> a full-on, like, a novel. Dude, yeah. It wasn't even, like, a journal. It wasn't, it wasn't like a Garfield or an Archie comic, like something that you could flip through pretty quick and kind of get the message straight up. I didn't see what book. I would have loved to see what book. I wish, yeah. But the first thought that popped into my head is like, this dude better be the smartest person in the room every time. Yeah. Or else, or else you what have you no doing? excuse. Yeah. Dude, while imagine, you're in a book, while you're driving a car. Imagine trying to talk to this dude about a book and he hasn't read it. Yeah. Dude. You read in the car while means, you're driving. That also means he has to read everywhere else. You have to read everywhere else. You have to be the smartest person in the room. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that's 100% like, agree. That's like Rain Man losing in his like high school uh, math league competition. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, you've set yourself up for this. This is your thing. You're yeah. the reading guy. You're the reading in the car guy. Uh, needless to say, dude, I like 
I just went right back down to 60 and let that dude pass me. He kept going too. He kept going. Wow, what a madman. He stayed at the clip. Yeah, I do know. You know what, do you so, know what I'm picturing? I think like I'm picturing he has a lazy eye and he can like kind of read <laughs> while he has his eyes on the road at the same time. I feel like that's I mean, feasible. That's the only plausible explanation. That's actually a great point. Mm -hmm. Lazy eye. Does that give you like an exemption? on your and i'm not even trying to be insensitive if you have a lazy eye yeah. please reach out to the pod let us know any junk are you allowed eyes, let us know are you allowed to text and drive yeah and and again this is us advocating for you because i would actually make the argument based off that assumption gary i it think i think that to. might be fair i think yeah. i think it might be fair yeah. so i want to jump in to some news so again first and foremost this started off as a sports podcast Sports are slowly starting to file their way back into mm. the spotlight. So the NBA, so my first vibe of the week. And so, Gary, I need you to hit that vibe of the week intro. Vibe of the week. Yeah. So my first vibe of the week is, of course, the NBA coming back. So the NBA is announced they're going to have 22 teams come back. There's going to be a play-in tournament. There's going to be no conferences. Look, mm. the thing is, if you care at all about the nba you know all about this right you know about all the logistics there's oh, yeah. yeah no conferences playing tournament and then we're going kind of playoffs as usual with uh seating just through the 116 1 to 16 best records mm -hmm. all the nba players are going to both in the medical sense and in the literal sense a bubble in orlando yeah. florida and so they're basically playing in the Disney bubble. They're going to, I don't know about whether they're going to have is their the families Epcot there. Ball? Is that what it is? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Which is, yeah, kind of a dope idea. Yeah. And, but I, I don't know if their families are all going with them, but basically they're going to be stuck there. Now, interesting idea on, in theory. However, unfortunately, Garrett, and I hate to even do this, I'm going to have to ask you to throw that anti vibe of the week intro right in after. Mm -hmm. Anti-vibe of the week. Yow! Because, dude, I throughout the day, I couldn't even... There's been more updates about it since we recorded yeah. literally 12 hours ago. Yeah. Dude, the, the, specifically the Brooklyn Nets cannot keep anyone on the court. DeAndre Jordan, <laughs> out. Gone. Wilson Chandler, yeah. out. Kevin Durant, not traveling with the team. Kyrie Irving, out for, for other reasons, but still not playing with the team. Spencer Dinwiddie, another one. He was leading the team. He was having his best season in points, assists, and rebounds. Dude, he's he he contracted coronavirus too. This mm -hmm. is crazy. I dude, I cannot keep up. So I read an article. It was from four days ago. Out mm -hmm. of the like three hundred players tested, I think sixteen of them contracted it. And now we're up to even more than that. Like way more than that. Oh, we got we're like mid twenties now. Yeah. And and this is I guess a message for any of the junkheads who ever wanted to play in the NBA. Start get out there. Do start doing layup lines. Start yeah. doing a couple wind sprints, and we may make a career out of some of you yet. If you could probably make the Brooklyn Nets, if you do, if you have a decent mid range jump shot, and you're six feet tall, you're good. I mean, at this point, you're probably good to go. Just make an audition tape and just mail it to the commissioner, and you're <laughs> you're on. No, but where they fucked up was uh, doing this in Florida for sure. Like. I mean, this is the worst I, place to do it literally in the whole world. 
in the whole world. You what could go what to did the UFC Wuhan. do? Did they they went to like some island, right? Like that was an actual thing. Did they actually do that, or were they in? Vegas? Yeah, yeah. So they they went to a remote area, I believe. Go again, to I'm somewhere in UFC Middle America, head. like why you yeah, going to Florida? Dude, crazy. Yeah. My least favorite part of this though is the fact that adam silver who look i love adam silver i fuck with adam silver for sure mm-hmm. um as a commissioner i i don't know he's he's progressive he's also been super innovative as well however and a lot of people would say he's the best commissioner in sports right now mm-hmm. he came out and said the reason we're coming back is because this is what the country needs right now we need basketball yeah dude i'd argue they need a lot of other things I'm not st- I'm not stupid. You don't have to lie <laughs> straight to my face. I love basketball. Yeah. Dude, if you just came out and said, look, I make a lot of money and I make a lot more money when people are actually on the court playing basketball and people are watching it. Yeah. So I would prefer that we start making profits again. I would be like, okay. Fair enough. Maybe Go I don't agree. It. Yeah. But I get where you're coming from. If you're gonna put a price on a bunch of players' lives, I mean tens hundreds of millions of dollars isn't a bad place to start yeah and hey i i might not agree with it but i'd be like okay i mean you could also make the argument you're you're giving jobs to people too because like you got to maintain the arena and everything if you're really going that far as to say that we need it you could i mean for sure what you mean as opposed to like it being culturally necessary yeah 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 exactly (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure i mean I just don't see the logistics behind it. I'm I'm no medical genius for sure. It's just However, not, it's just not going to last. Like, there's no way. They can control the players for sure, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't see the feasibility of them being able to control every member of staff, being able to make sure that every piece of food entering yeah. the hotels, every uh, I, I, the uniforms are obviously being washed, but every ball is being washed up in between. Because if it won, one infected uh germ gets gets through everybody's mm-hmm. sick they're in such close proximity constantly yeah dude it's nuts and you see the testing in the states too it's different in canada obviously but in the states too people are lined up uh and and squished together they're probably giving it to each other when they didn't even have it before the testing system is broken and then yeah. all these players are going to be getting it daily yeah i don't know how do you job i don't know about how do you that. justify that you can't. But at you the same time, can't. at the same time, I'm pretty pumped to have basketball back, baby. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't. I mean, dude, Since I'm, you're I'm, I've never been more like, conflicted. Saying that he shouldn't come back, but he's pumped. I mean, it's still coming back. I may as well. Yeah. I may as well be pumped about that. I'm, I mean, I'm there's nothing. There's nothing part. you can do, right? As there's a fan, nothing, yeah, dude. If Adam Silver called me up and yeah. said, "Hey, David, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm." between a rock and a hard place right now <laughs> i need a more leveled mind to to set me straight it's your choice dude i'm i may make a different choice that's a possibility however, he does watch the podcast he does he does listen to the pod yeah however not my choice so i may as well be pumped about it mm-hmm. that's that's my philosophy let us that's know fair. in the comment section if you if you want nba basketball back <laughs> and if you're not a basketball uh, fan then <laughs> Just say what's don't, up. Yeah. Don't comment. Yeah, just say <laughs> hi. Just say hi. Um, What do we got? We want to go to anti-vibes or we want to go to another vibe? What are you feeling, positive or, or negative right now, Gary? Because I got a little bit of both for you. Let's, let's bring it. Let's, let's, let's hear an anti-vibe. I feel like we got to switch it up. 
Yeah. Because we just right, heard dude. a vibe and an anti vibe. Now I want to yeah. get an anti vibe again. Hit me right. again. Oh, you want to double up? Okay. Double up. Yeah. So, dude, this is just, it's kind of a stupid one that I hope to get a resolution on hmm. uh, by the end of the day, but I haven't received a response yet. Uh, oh, I yes. think you know what I'm talking about. I do. So, <laughs> did you so, inquire? I did. I okay, DM'd. Amazing. I reached out and I was like, amazing. hey, all due respect. I would love a little bit of insight as to really want to know what you're talking about right now. (laughs) So, and the junkheads want to know what we're talking about right now. A little bit of context. So I made a LinkedIn page for juncture. I'm look, I'm a casual LinkedIn guy. Um, I'm, I'm not a diehard. And also I feel like being a diehard LinkedIn guy is, is a very distinct personality type. You know what I mean? There's people that shove themselves literally down your throat on LinkedIn. And hey, I'm not gonna say it's a bad thing. However, no. it's it's just not me. You. It's a, you do you. Yeah. a lot. Yeah, you do you. But I'll do me. I'm not gonna do you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do me, and not you. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna do myself. <laughs> and so basically, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm I'm around the culture though. I'm seeing the culture play out in front of me. Yeah. And then I'm on Twitter the other day, and I see someone who I know vaguely. Definitely wouldn't say that they're a friend. Mm-hmm. Hope they're not watching because that's kind of a little bit of a slap in the face to hear. Um, but however, they tweet out that oh, I had the exact word written down earlier, but it, essentially, I can't believe how homophobic people on LinkedIn are. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, what does that mean? Where the heck? Where the he- <laughs> hey? I don't want to. I don't want to be rude. Hey, where the heck is that coming from? I've been on LinkedIn. You've been on LinkedIn. Hey. hey. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Where, what the it. what the freaking heck are you talking about? <laughs> what the freaking heck are you talking <laughs> like, about, dude? No, hey, and maybe I'm missing something, but the very fabric of LinkedIn is homophobic. And yeah. look, this is a time when a lot of people look. We talked about Crystalia had a reckoning last week. We're all for it. I'm mm-hmm. right now. I've never been more into justice than yeah. right now. I'm I'm all in. I'm all ears for justice right now. Yeah. However. I just need a little bit more context on that one. It feels a little vague. I need a, um, an example or I something. I need an, an example. Give me a post because I'll, hey, look, I'll abandon LinkedIn. If if someone feels victimized by LinkedIn, hey, I'll, mm-hmm. del- I'll delete that sucker on pod. Maybe, However, maybe LinkedIn is just like a litmus test for if you're homophobic or not. And if you can't see it, then you are homophobic. <laughs> but if damn, you can't see it, then you're damn. not. Damn. Damn. Maybe we're but homophobic. She, Shit. Fuck. That's interesting. But she saw it. She did see it. I'm just saying. I don't know. I think these are questions we got. I really ask don't ourselves. know. We need to we need to inquire. We need to get her on the pod next week and yeah. <laughs> a sit down interview. Yeah. The link the LinkedIn is dead party. <laughs> we got some digging. Post to one do. of those. Yeah. Yeah. So if any of you have the insight, so maybe some of the junkheads, we got some ambitious junkheads out there. Maybe some of them are in tune with LinkedIn culture more than us. Mm-hmm. So well, this let is, us know. Is this a woman or a man that tweet? It's a woman. Okay, so maybe she's had different, a different experience to us as well. It's a different LinkedIn? Maybe. maybe. I don't yeah, know. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, all I want... Hey, dude, this is not, this is not condemning anyone. No, this is not, not questioning. We're just wondering I just, where, like, more info. what's going on, yeah. What's wrong? With, yeah, what's going what's on? What's wrong on LinkedIn? with LinkedIn? The, Do I have to like delete my account now, or like the dark, the dark corners of LinkedIn that I'm missing? I don't if know. something's going down, 
I want to know, and I want to be, I want to help put a stop to it. Yes. So this is a, this is, this is a public service announcement. Come to us with any evidence that the, the people at the top of LinkedIn are hateful mm-hmm. and we'll cancel the next episode, dude. So like you want to, you want to hit up a positive vibe next? Oh yeah. We got to go positive. We can't go three <laughs> negatives in a row. <laughs> That's bad luck. That's seven years. That's bad, bad luck. luck. Yeah. In the podcast business. That's a whole life. A lot of people. A lot of people are saying. Two weeks ago, Chris D'Elia did three bad vibes in a row on his pod. I think. I'm not. I'm not. To saying be fair, Chris D'Elia too- is always doing bad vibes. <laughs> like, he's always complaining about shit. That's true. Always and look what happened. Vibes. And I'm not saying this is true. I'm just saying correlation versus causation. Yeah. Questions got to be asked. Now I know you had. A, I, I guess it was a, a pop culture vibe mm-hmm. to hit us with. It was a movie vibe and something that I'm not f- normally familiar with. So hit, enlighten, enlighten the maybe the more uncultured junkheads. Yeah. So recently, they've added all the Studio Ghibli or Ghibli, whatever. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's G H I B L I. Ghibli, Ghibli. Don't know. I'm. I'm- I'm gonna let you take that one. I'll, I'll take that one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Ghibli, okay? And if, if it's wrong, let me know. But they added the all their movies to Netflix recently, and they're essentially just uh, like Japanese anime films. And there's like a stigma around anime; people are like hesitant to watch it. But I would highly, highly recommend that you check at least one of these films out, because they're mm-hmm. they're not your typical anime movie. They're like works of art, and they're Dude. just classic. I've heard Spirited Away is the mm-hmm. one that came up on my Netflix recommendation, and I saw some shit on Twitter about it, and apparently it's just, like, beautiful. Yeah, my top like, just three gorgeous. for sure would be Spirited Away, Totoro, and Howl's Moving Castle. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, the three best. And as, like, a, a big fan of these, it's better to watch them in Japanese with subtitles. But, hey, you do you. If you want to watch them in English... Go for it. I'm just uh, saying. You mentioned that on our first recording. I, yeah. I feel like if I'm going to dive into something new like that, I want to watch it as as it, it was meant watched. to be consumed. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Even though like I'm Cause like not... when, when they dub it to English, they have to match like the, the lip movements. So it doesn't come off as like sincere almost. Yeah. It's just not like the authentic mm-hmm. art. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and stuff like that is art like whether i've appreciated it or not like i can see the art form within the first like 15 seconds of a trailer yeah and also i I watch netflix with subtitles regardless like even if it's in english so like you're not really you're not really biting the bullet there if you're doing that already move that's someone who's paying attention to his content too exactly dude so you you quickly mentioned um the stigma surrounding anime Mm -hmm. uh and, and it's one that i i don't uh, subscribe to That's however good. there's similar there is a similar uh stigma attached to the manga community and can mm-hmm. manga manga what is it I, I don't know you're gonna have to bite that bullet i bit the other you're one you're gonna have to tell us <laughs> in the comment section below let us know let spell us know. it out phonetically yeah manga manga oh. ghibli ghibli <laughs> and tell us if you're happy about the NBA being back too. <laughs> Let us one comment, please. And if you, and don't, if you don't have any opinions, just say what's up. Say what's up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, and that actually reminds me of a, a funny ass story that mm-hmm. I wasn't even going to tell on the podcast. Oh, really? I totally even forgot about it, dude. 
man, I can't believe that the junk has almost missed out on this little nugget too. Dude, I can't so believe I'm, I almost missed out on it. Man, so I again, I work in a bookstore and we have manga obviously we have a decent manga section mm-hmm. I've, I've also by the way i've committed myself to manga i think i'm gonna stick down that road yeah. it feels like it if feels you're like gonna the more... say it over and over again you gotta commit to it <laughs> yeah, yeah i gotta switch it up yeah, i was getting ripped apart for something else on the podcast i kept switching between i can't remember what it was right <laughs> I, now i, I remember I, that too but i don't remember the word i had people coming in the freaking woodwork telling me <laughs> that oh i keep switching back and forth your mom's like david yeah, yeah, dude, the junk, yeah, yeah, the junkheads are quick. So yeah. manga, and sometimes it's it's straight up sexual. Oh, there's yeah. there's there's straight up nudity. I think that's and so, like partly where the stigma comes from. They're like, that's some weird shit. Like, I I, I think I think a little bit. And, and I'm not normally, like I'm not saying I'm like diehard anime fan or anything, but like, give it give it a shot. You don't have to dive into the weird shit. Like, yeah, no, exactly. It's a deep and, rabbit and, hole, and it, with anything. There's there's some weird stuff out there, so just Yo, just steer clear from that. So a lot of people come in and just check out the innocent manga. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I came in with the stigma, but then eventually over time, I was like, you know what? A lot of people are coming in here. A lot of them are, are all of them are just normal people. Yeah, not looking to get their jollies off on some cartoons. <laughs> they're just they're just looking to come in and read some literature, and I yeah. respect that. However, sometimes we keep the graphic ones. I think legally we have to keep them wrapped in plastic yeah. so miners don't come across them. And sometimes I'll be walking down the floor and I'll have noticed that like a uh, a, a teen or a young a young man has been in that section for a bit and then I'll find a little piece of plastic on the ground. Yep. And and so that leads me to so this one dude who I've seen in the area before. He's maybe a couple years younger than me. And he comes up to me and he starts asking about manga. And I can't remember if he said manga, but because again, we're we're flirting with a world that is a little bit a little bit foreign to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So he's asking about it. And he's not saying it explicitly, but he's very clear that he's looking for something more explicit. Yeah. And eventually, and I swear to God, again, I hand to God a hundred percent true. Again, it sounds it sounds too ridiculous to be true. He eventually ends up asking for like illicit Minecraft n- nude manga. <laughs> like Minecraft nude hey, okay. pornographic. Okay. Dude. And dude, dude. I swear to God. When Google, he said that. Google exists. Like that's a thing. When he said that, I got so. That, that, that was my first thought. Like at this point, you have to understand that nothing that's too niche to ever be. You don't printed. have to interact with a human to get these results. Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Or at least you gotta do your research beforehand. Yeah. And you gotta come in ready to be like, hey, I got I need you to take me to this section and I'll find it myself. Yeah. Or and then if you can't find it, come to me as a last resort. But he's oh, straight. 100%. And so immediately when he told me that, dude, I got so mad <laughs> because because I 1000% thought that I was being filmed for a TikTok. Oh, like yeah. I was convinced that he had like a friend somewhere like filming like, oh, like am I, for... am I on Impractical Jokers right now? Like I, what's I, I going was, on? I, I swear to God, I thought it was going to go viral. Yeah. I, I was so like, because <laughs> I don't get anything anymore. I feel like I'm so out of touch yeah, with yeah. what's cool. I, feel like I was cool six months ago and then everything started moving super fast. 
and if I got, you, I got if left you behind. If you went viral off something like that and you didn't get it, would you be mad? Would you legitimately like be like upset about oh. it? Dude, we, we talked about this last episode. Dude, I'm so sensitive too. Like I would be so pissed if I was viral for not something that I could. Like if I'm on the that butt you didn't of a joke. Control, yeah. If I'm on the butt of a joke. Yeah. Oh, Oh, and it goes viral for someone who's clowning me with Mongo. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. But I'm trying to lead you to the promised land of nude cartoon images, and you end up taking advantage of that trust. Yeah, dude. I, I and I, so I, I kind of like after I told him no, he he kind of because the thing that also threw me off. He's like, oh well, you've lost my business. Like he seemed pissed. I were. So I was like, oh, there's got to be someone. Like there's no way he's not joking right now. Yeah. Not that I saw, but again, this wasn't it that long been. ago. He just might not have mentioned it. Yeah, they might still be editing the video. They may be <laughs> working through multiple camera angles. I don't know, dude. Like, I, part of me is still nervous bringing that's, it back up. It's kind of yeah. giving me crazy, eh? Crazy that's how we so all crazy. What the? Fuck? I know. I can't believe so, we almost missed out on that. I can't remember. Was that a vibe or an anti? Well, that's an anti. <laughs> that's an sure. anti vibe for sure. You were talking about uh, the the anime. Okay, the fair enough. Blue, so. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me jump in to I actually have two comedy vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of them is brief. One of them is an in-depth new passion that I found. Oh, so okay. I'll jump in. So one of them, the in-depth passion is and you know, you know what this one is. It's Z-Way Fumudo's Instagram Live. Now, if you don't know Z-Way, she's a big Instagram personality, big Twitter personality. She's a writer on Jesus and Mero. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's super funny. She does stand up herself. She's so she's she's big, and she's also obviously a black woman. And because uh, obviously you're probably familiar with her at this point, because a I shared two of her interviews. I guess yesterday at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And so basically, what she does is she'll take people. Her first two interviews were with. Caroline Calloway and Allison Roman. I'll go through those two uh, people briefly in a second, but she'll take people who have made really, really like pretty overtly racist comments. And then like a couple weeks later, they're posting like the black lives matter and yeah. racial posts. And she grills them like, it's the most salacious interrogation. And she's just, she does it in such a funny cutting way. And it's humiliating. Like it's straight up. It's it's the funniest thing because I don't, dude. I don't know why they take these interviews. Yeah, I don't know. They know what the show is. They know what the show. I, I have no idea. So I I've narrowed it down to two reasons. I think one, they want to try to get like uncanceled. Basically, these are people who've been publicly canceled. I think yeah. they want to reingratiate themselves into the public eye. Mm-hmm. That has to be one of them. I think the second reason they're just like so they just lack all self awareness. Like they just yeah. really think. They are. They're not racist at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I, I made a mistake. Like, no, you are actually fundamentally flawed. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, just be quiet. Just mm-hmm. be quiet and and work on yourself for it. Like, and there's this sort of claim of, oh, I've learned, dude. You were racist a week and a half ago. You haven't learned. There's shit. no way. Dude, there's no way you did a, a, a 180 yeah. in that time. So, Caroline Galloway is basically she's about our age. She's a writer who went to Cambridge. Super good writer, unfortunately, because I dislike her so much as a person. Uh, but a lot of her brand is like, oh, I'm such a, I'm such a, I'm such a mess. Uh, mm. Oh, I'm just an every everyday girl. But Classic. she's like, 
yeah, she's she's the um, poster child for white privilege. Mm-hmm. And Alison Roman is a, obviously a white chef who who went after Mary Kondo, who does the organization. She's the organizational lady. You remember her? Mm-hmm. And, and I think you said Chrissy Teigen earlier. earlier Chrissy well. Teigen, yeah. well, who's obviously a chef. Now, those are two people of Asian descent. And Chrissy Teigen, or not Chrissy Teigen, Allison Roman pretty much called them sellouts for expanding their brand and was like, oh, I would never want to uh, uh, take, I would never want to take my career in a similar direction as them because they just sell out. She did like some imitation of uh mary kondo's accent like it was just crazy it was just the most boneheaded yeah thing so she used to be a new york times columnist bi-weekly she lost that she used to have a cooking program she sells cookbooks still mm-hmm. uh and so i think a big thing is the these people are trying to revitalize their career but it's instagram live like yeah. there's no there's no escape there's no editing Dude, there's no nothing I would just recommend jumping into those. Uh, I don't want to give too much away. Like they are just, I, I feel so much secondhand anxiety that I love. I love it though. It's like watching. It's like watching movie. like a cringe compilation of people just like screwing exactly. up so hard. Yeah. I, 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 I want to look away, but like I, I can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. Like their career's already over. It's yeah. like trying to watch someone, uh, do like a wall run like a parkour wall run but it's 18 stories like you know they're not going to make it back up they're not going to make it back up and start their career again but sometimes they make it a few steps yeah and then they crash and burn at the next question and it's it's just the great man it's the greatest show on earth Mm -hmm. my second one and i think you'll agree with this gary even if you haven't seen it everyone please watch eric andre's legalize everything now i just started it this I afternoon is this recent like he just released this just came out yeah just yeah, i came need to out. check Dude. this out because i'm a big eric andre fan i'm like yeah i'm like 10 minutes into it and it is uh, man eric andre so like four years ago i actually really wasn't a big fan of eric andre i didn't dislike him i just thought it was such a weird comedy now like four years later it's so like Dude, disorganized is- and like dissociative and it's just so like oh it's, it's so, so funny chaotic but so well thought out and like it's so smart and it's just crazy alternative dude like he's so weird he's such a weirdo but he's so brilliant he's like a controlled explosion it's just like yeah i put it's hard to like define i put very few people in that sort of like comedy genius realm of like alternativeness you know what i mean like so different than everyone else i put him and nathan fielder super close together in that mm-hmm. field yeah do you know nathan fielder yeah, yeah. i've heard the name before yeah, i'm actually so, gonna google him right now and see he does uh nathan for you actually he's he's canadian i don't know if you know the show this hour oh, is 22 yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, I know he to, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah so he, he's also like just he's so he's, funny oh my god he's hilarious but yeah. they have like a similar brand of comedy where it's like just so different than anything else you see. So and just so like almost like his cockpit. Yeah, some of it's just like super like it's almost like hard to stupid. watch sometimes too. It's just like so yeah. out there and like yeah. awkward, and it's just like oh, oh it's so God. awkward. Yeah. But he's like they master that realm yeah, of awkwardness yeah, exactly. for sure. For sure. Um, I guess I'm just in a point in my life where I'm loving awkwardness. I don't yeah. know what that is. Two comedy people have like made my week. Maybe you don't have enough both... awkwardness in your life, and you're like, I need some. Too, too fucking smooth with it in every other realm yeah it's unfortunate yeah. i need to get it somewhere yeah. but dude i have to 
and this is a new anti-vibe as of this afternoon, uh, Caroline Calloway's followers are an anti-vibe mm-hmm. because High two five. of them came out of the freaking woodwork into my DMs really? this afternoon. And oh, okay, so they're not strangers. Yeah, uh, I, I follow both of them and they both follow me. Oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not close with either one of them. I kind of know one of them. Um, but they both messaged me and said that sharing it was like super unnecessary, well, which is like, what are you talking about? She's so, a public so, figure. Let's be real. Dude, she did the interview. Yeah. I didn't download it and I'm spreading it around. You didn't she, film it yourself. Like, <laughs> I just liked both the messages. Like, yeah. I was like, well, I'm not having an argument with you about like pretty much. I, I mean, they're just fans of her. They, they're probably people whose lives reflect what hers is. I know a lot yeah. of white privileged people. I am one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it sucks to look in the mirror and be like, oh, this person is super problematic. That probably means you are too. So I'm not going to argue with these people. But dude, so I, ch- I realized why I check her story. Caroline Calloway, because she's a hell of a follow too. She has like 700,000 followers for a reason because oh, yeah. she lives life on a fucking roller coaster, dude. And I don't mean to, I'm not making light of mental health, but she will document it all, all of it. Yeah. But the problem is, dude, okay, so this morning, the, the interview came out like a week ago. And this morning, she. Uh, or I guess it was last night that she first posted like, oh my God, I'm getting so much hate. I'm getting so much hate. It's uh, like, it's really affecting my mental health, mm-hmm. but it's like, okay. Yeah. I appreciate that, but you can't just use that as a trump card for why you shouldn't be challenged. Right. It's almost, like, like, it's almost that- like pleading insanity in court. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's like You brought this look, upon look, yourself. Like, I appreciate the the reason be behind that, the justification. Yeah. But at the same time, you have chosen to live your life so predominantly in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Like, you can step out at any time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could have not done that interview. And it's not like that interview you tried your best. Dude, you, you lied in the interview yeah. about reading books you didn't. You You took quotes from James Baldwin and attributed them to a white author that you didn't even read the book from. You're not even trying to be better. And you're like, but you can't question me on it because I'm having mental health. Yeah. So I, I, I believe that's probably why I got the messages. And, and look, I, I would never message someone and be like, hey, you suck as a person, whatever. I didn't even tag her in it. There's no, no way that yeah. she would have ever seen you're it. not sending not anyone after you're not attacking her like no i think what her fans are dealing with is a little bit of uh, a tough look in the mirror a little yeah, bit um, which i mean i i guess i guess that sucks but I mean, they need it like unfortunately salt in the fucking wound you yeah. just got anti-vibe of the week yeah get fucked dude <laughs> <laughs> there's no that's cancer culture for you baby. cancer Once culture you get... Once you get anti-vibed, you can't be can't get revived. Nah, it's over for you. No, you're done. That's it. But um, sticking sticking on this like comedy vein, if you can call mm. that if you can call that a comedy vein, um, I had uh, I've been recently watching a bunch of like British like um, panel shows, 
And it's essentially just like a collection of uh, British comedians, and they just like banter back and forth. Some of them are quiz shows. Some of them are they have to like complete tasks. Some of them are like uh, one's called "Where I Lie to You." They like lie to each other, or they're maybe sometimes they're telling the truth, and you have to like they go through this elaborate story, and then the opposing mm. team has to like guess if they're lying or not. Cool. And so, one of the comedians on these shows is named James Acaster. And I would highly recommend that, like, everyone check him out. He's kind of, like, in that similar vein where he's, like, super awkward and, like, weird. But, like, in, like, a controlled way. And it's, like, kind of, like, genius. And it's just, like, he's mastered that art of being, like... He comes off as really dumb. Mm. But the jokes are just, like, written very well. So it's, like, you can kind of relate. And then you're, like, wait a minute. Like, this this guy's, like, actually pretty smart. And he's just, like, he's super funny. He has a, he has a Netflix... Uh, a special on Netflix called Repertoire, and it's like a four-part mm-hmm. series. So, like, yeah, if you're if you're into comedy, I would I would highly recommend checking. And dude, we were talking before, like guys like that. He's probably mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, he's huge over in the UK for sure. Like the, the UK, in Britain, bro. but yeah, here, yeah. like no no one probably knows who he is. That's crazy. It's, Same it's, with it's, all these other people on the panel shows. Like, yeah, it blows my mind that disconnect between. Yeah. Because I don't know, like, I, I think that it's a similar, like, uh, sort of pop culture atmosphere between here and Britain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll see an actor in a show and I'm like, oh, my God, they killed that role. Why haven't I seen them in anything? Yeah. I'll, I'll look them up. Their IMDb page is filled to the brim. They have, like, 5.4 million followers that yeah. I've never seen before. Exactly. Like, that's something I expect to see with, like, ja- Japanese culture or like, Korean yeah. culture just because, like, it's just such a different atmosphere, you know, like I, I guess like certain groups like BTS are obviously transcendent, mm-hmm. but yeah, they there's don't like those outliers that transcend, obviously, yeah. but like the it rest are just kind of stuck in their bubble and no one else, no one else really knows. Like they can't like, they can't come over and tour in the States. Like, yeah. That's just not feasible. Cause like I, James Acaster, the one I recommended actually, he did, um, who was it? It was one of the late night shows, and he did like a mm-hmm. like a five minute like routine on there, and the crowd didn't really seem very receptive, like they just kind of mm-hmm. didn't get it. Oh, so okay. like the cultural crossover is just like, it's just yeah, yeah it's just hard yeah. to like cross over into that. There's yeah. like ling- certain lingo and like yeah, like cultural humor that people over here just don't understand. You kind of have well, to I like mean- ingratiate yourself into the culture a little bit. I know Theo Vaughn fucking bombed on his oh, London yeah. tour. Oh, I could imagine. Because yeah. he's super Southern and like people just yeah, aren't, yeah. they just don't understand it's it. Such there, a for Southern sure. humor. Like, I don't yeah. even really know what that means. But if you've seen his comedy, you know what it means. Oh, like, you it's know just what it like, means. so, yeah, it's so yeah. niche. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, I have one more anti vibe for the episode, if you don't mind. It's, um, it's Bachelor based. Oh, really? And just an observation, I was doing a little bit of research before you got home from work. Mm-hmm. And so it turns out they're going to keep they're going to keep doing filming. I don't know why this article came out like seven hours ago or something. But I mean, I, I didn't feel like it was breaking news. They're going to keep filming, obviously, in a quarantine environment in the States. They're actually the first network show that is planned to do a new season. Um, like that has officially scheduled their new season to be filmed. How far along are they in filming? They haven't started filming yet. Oh, they haven't started. Okay, they're going to no, no, no. go. Okay. Start in the fall. I think gotcha. they're starting in September. 
However, the quarantine process is going to be crazy for it, which in that sense, it makes more sense than the, uh, the NBA. But, but, but my anti-vibe is the first guy being sent home from the fucking bachelor. Dude, imagine being that guy. Imagine quarantining yourself for two weeks after getting door slammed in your face you just isolate yourself for two weeks and probably i don't know you're probably still like within walking distance to the house where she's dating 20 other dudes Mm -hmm. man that that would yeah that would be a a shot to the ego for sure but i feel like this show like this and like maybe survivor those are like the two shows that i could see continuing on in quarantine because they're kind of they're isolated as like they're, they're oh, not having sure. any contact. The only yeah. one who's having contact is like the Bachelorette herself. I mean, yeah, if to, yeah, if someone on there gets it, everybody's getting. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. But I mean, yeah, the survivor survivor would work. You got to put them in the states somewhere, though. You got to find. Yeah. I mean, do it in like the deep woods of Minnesota or something. You could do it in the states for sure. Yeah. It just loses that allure. Yeah, the yeah the the whole like tropical island is kind of like the, the whole concept, the basis right? It loses of the that. show almost, yeah. Exactly, uh, dude. I'm so excited for this season, though. I'm so freaking excited. I need to it see back, the- man. I love oh, recapping the fucking. Dude, Even though it was a oh. shit season, I love recapping. Yeah, that's the thing, dude. Like, I can't believe that was your first season. It can be so much better than pilot doorknob Pete. Man, that's that's if that's the floor. I cannot. I and honestly, I think Claire Crawley, for some of the best reasons and for some of the worst reasons, she's gonna make it one of the best seasons of all time. And I, I actually, yeah, I think she's the perfect mix of like in it for the right reasons, but but kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. I almost yeah. want to stop talking about because I could go on for hours about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, so I got to. I got to jump into. So intern Darren, we actually this morning when we filmed, we didn't have a uh, we didn't have a sponsor mm-hmm. but intern Darren just emailed me like just minutes before we started I really haven't seen it oh, really um so yeah okay so this episode is apparently brought to you by Allison Roman's latest cookbook mm. oh okay um from Kinda rinsing yeah I mean okay so let's take it from rinsing to whitewashing Allison Roman's Guide to a Cleaner Palette. Oh, God. Um, okay. Now, this cookbook is particularly fun to experiment with because it takes all your favorite ethnic dishes but substitutes ith- icky authenticity for much-needed comfort, helping you avoid potential foreign flavors. Like curry? Well, you'll love her West Coast spicy stew. Say goodbye to Asian dishes that taste too exotic and say hello to Asian-inspired recipes that use only local ingredients. Okay. Mm. Um, now for a limited time only, enter code SPICYSTEW at checkout, and the Run Amok podcast will give you a free Allison Roman Enterprises cutting board. Uh, but don't worry about quantities, because unlike everyone else in the industry, Allison Roman never sells out. Mm. Okay. Darren, I think we're gonna have to fire intern Darren. I think I, dude, I, I, I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak too soon, but I, I, I think intern Darren might have just gotten canceled right then and there. Yeah, 
sends me that without any without any forewarning. Dude, the subject line read read without reading. <laughs> read live. I mean, who who read writes that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> read on site. Just read blindly. Darren, who does that? I mean, okay. But Maybe again, he's setting us up for failure. Maybe that's what he's doing. But again, again, for real though. Since it's here, enter code SPICY to do a checkout in the run of my podcast. Uh and, and you'll get a free cutting board for real. Uh thank you guys so much for listening. Gary. Remember, a wet bird never flies at night. And peace. Out of control, manner, manner, manner.